the Shifts to Success podcast, a show about business, entrepreneurship, and the people who've made remarkable shifts in their lives. All right, guys, welcome to this episode. And in this one, I'm going to talk through a business lesson that um, I'm going to share with you based on a previous experience. So in a nutshell, um, I had received a lovely email from our accountants. And in that email, um, we had seen that from 2021 to 2022, we actually grew by 75%, which is a real good number, especially for a company, you know, who's took no outside investment or anything like that. I think that's a really, really good number. You know, we essentially bootstrapped the company and, you know, to see a number like that in a year, it's, it's, it's great, you know, even for me and I've got very, very high standards and, you know, um, yeah, I'm happy with that number. Um, and also, you know, we're actually on track to, to grow again from the numbers that our accountants were, were looking at. Of course, it's hard to actually say that percentage because, you know, it hasn't been a year yet from 2022 to 2023, but that number will come. Um, so I was pondering and thinking to myself, why is this? Why have we, you know, why have we grew that much in a year um, just after COVID or just, you know, kind of in the mix of COVID really? Um, why was that kind of or hap- why is it happening? Um, and I have a theory that I want to share with you. I have a few theories that I want to share with you that I think has helped us um, scale in the right direction with no, you know, financial backing in terms of outside investment. Okay. So the first one, um, I want to talk about innovation. Okay. So one of the reasons why we grew was innovation. So during this period, uh, we actually gave our accelerator an upgrade and named it Shift Success 2.5. We created a lot of buzz around it. Um, we had new, all new business lessons and modules on our amazing portal. We had live mentor sessions weekly with um, successful entrepreneurs and coaches, mentors. Um, we also had uh, monthly accountability, one-to-one support with a customer success manager, a traffic light system, revenue reviews, monthly special training master classes on particular topics, um, and you know, amazing community and so forth. We 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 kind of bolted on um, a lot of additional resources for our members. Now, by doing this, it added more value. So when we was actually speaking to customers, we could share, you know, all that we've got and the mechanisms that we have, um, but also boosted even better results for our clients. So um, if you follow me on Instagram, my handle is Alexander Siri, all one word, that's S-E-E-R-Y. Um, you will see that I post on my stories all the time, pretty much daily, um, wins that our clients at Shift Success are getting. I mean, if I'm... In fact, I've got my phone right now. I'm looking on my um, I'm looking on my Instagram, and one member has got eleven thousand pound in a week using a TikTok strategy uh, plus her event. So combined eleven thousand in a week. Um, one member uh, has secured twenty thousand pound worth of work, um, and another ten thousand out for proposals um, for events. And another one is um, £10,000 for January after securing a client in Arizona, um, which is a coaching business. So um, I'm always sharing um, these wins, right? And I believe a result of those wins is that our clients has been able to lean on these resources even more and get additional support, okay? So um, by us 
helping our clients get better results, we obviously share those, um, you know, case studies. We censor out their names and stuff to make it kind of private, but we share the wins. We get it all out there. But that actually, you know, inspires other people who are not a client yet to reach out and have a discussion with us. And also we use our email list effectively. We you know, post inside our Facebook group. So more and more ex and certain police officers and public sector workers actually seeing this, okay? So it kind of, you know, goes in roundabouts. By innovating the product, it's helped our clients get better results. Um, but as a result, um, when they share their wins and their journey, etc., we can then use that as case studies, which inspire uh, other people to reach out to, uh, to shift success. So one of the things we did as well was actually increase our pricing. Now, many would think that this would put people off, but actually it's done the opposite and uh, I'm going to explain why. It actually benefits everyone too. So by increasing our pricing and publicizing it, so we put it on our website, it actually pre-qualifies people um, from the serious, who are people who are committed and the people who just want a free ride. Now, in doing this, it's actually saved our team so much time where we can refocus on those people who are actually committed, all right? Speaking to actually pre-qualified leads, as we would say, in the business world. So that's a massive benefit by, you know, increasing our pricing, attracting better quality customers, right? I'm a firm believer that People who pay, pay attention, right? I've said this time and time before on the, on the podcast. I've given close friends and family business advice. They've done fuck all because they don't value it. They've got it for free. They have not had to pay for it. But then I see our members who pay for, you know, the support we give at Shift Success and they smash it. Six-figure businesses, you know, they've changed their life, you know, came out of debt, the whole shebang, right? They've absolutely transformed their lives. And the reason is because they've got skin in the game. They've committed. The reason that I'm probably living the life I am right now is because when I was 24, I invested £18,000 plus of that into a property program. And I've continued every single year to invest in myself. Um, back of 2022, so in December 2022, I invested five grand for another course, right? because I'm building another business. I need to learn some skills and marketing, et cetera. So, um, you know, it's really, really important that, you know, when you increase your price, you set it to a premium that really attracts those quality clients because those people who pay are more likely to get a result because they, 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 they understand they've paid, you know, some money and they expect a return from it. So really, really important. Um, the other one too is that by having your price in black and white and you know having that you know, on your website or, or whatever you you put your price on, um, that you never get discounted. Now, Touchfoot, we've never been asked to knock our price down or anything like that, which is really really good. I think that's that's really good. People obviously understand what we're doing, um, but I do hear it a lot in business. You know, a lot of clients out there, what in, in different types of areas of business, that the, the the client tries to ask for a discount, right and that can make you feel demoralized. And I think that happens too because the price is not listed on terms and conditions or the website. So it's really important you get it out there. Um, so just a side note there. Now, by increasing our pricing too, it actually um, increases perceived value, right? So um, let me explain. So let's say, let's talk about my journey. Let's say, so the property program I joined when I was 24 years old, right? Let's say if they said, Alex, we're going to help you, we're going to give you all the knowledge and know-how of how to build a um, a property business, right? You can raise finance from investors. We're going to teach you about what you need in place and, and everything else, right? Pretty much everything. And they said to me, 
And guess what? It's only £30 per month. In my head, I'm thinking, hmm, is this really going to fucking work? Is this really... Are you really going to change my help me change my life? Are you really going to give me the resources and support for only £30 a month to be able to get to this result, which is financial independence? I'd be thinking that, right? Because the, the, the value is completely out of whack. You're going to help me achieve financial independence and I'm only going to pay £30. That doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem a win-win, right? But obviously, they don't do that or they didn't do that. And I paid £18,000 plus that. That's about right, right? I pay them £18,000 plus that. They get me my financial independence, enable me to have um, assets that continue to pay me throughout my lifetime. That seems like a pretty fair fucking deal, right? So by increasing your pricing, you actually boost perceived value from your customer's point of view, all right? So due to the price increase too, it actually means we could cap um, our intake. So at Shift Success, we have monthly intakes, okay? And what we do, uh, we used to have like a, a maximum of 10 people, right? 10 people on our old pricing joining. Now what we do, we have a much smaller intake, which is more intimate and, you know, everyone gets to know each other on that particular intake. Um, but what it does from a business perspective, it actually creates supply-demand tension, right? So when our uh, team at Shift Success are speaking to people, they um, say, look, Unfortunately, you know, as an example, January sold out, February sold out, Jan uh, in March, we've got, you know, two places left. It creates that supply demand. There's only enough per month. And if you miss out, you've got to wait and wait and wait. And the way we're going is that, you know, people have to join the next month now. So um, it creates that supply demand tension by having smaller intakes, right? If you increase the price, you actually need less customers to get to your, your goals in business, okay? Um, you know, people worry about not getting enough customers. It doesn't really matter if you increase your price because the price is actually, you know, accounting for the loss that you might get for those who say no. Uh, not only that, but you regain back quite a bit of time because you've got less customers to deal with. So, um, yeah, much better way of doing things in my opinion and also uh, this should be obvious but the margins that we gained we can reinvest back into the business to spur more growth and to give better support for our clients okay that's really really important this is not you know us achieving 75 percent and then me going to dubai and fucking pissing it away and stuff like that it's not about that at all um, this is about reinvesting back into the business for growth to impact more people change more lives um, and to obviously give our clients the best possible experience uh, ever. So that's kind of the price increase, all right? We've in increased our pricing in a nutshell, uh, as well as innovated so far. So the next one, which is so, so big for us, and a lot, you know what? This one is big for a lot of companies out there, and I feel your pain. But the big one is hired talent, and we've rewarded them, okay? So now I've, ha I've hired so bad in the past. I've hired bad in my property business. I've hired bad in my... Um, in shift success, right? So, you know, it's one of those things where you don't really know who you're working with until you hire them. You can have a first interview, a second interview, every test under the sun, but you really don't know if you're working with a dickhead or not until you're actually, until they're working with you, okay? Or if they're lazy, right? There's many names out there, um, unfortunately, that you can bring into your business, right? Um, unfortunately, I've worked with a few dickheads who have lied, I've had to get rid of them, um, and just people who are just can't perform, right? Um, and 
yeah, it's not been it's not been it's not been great. Um, however, however, when you actually meet someone who is genuinely committed to your vision, the company, and the targets, it makes a huge difference. All the difference. All right. Now I've told myself now because I've hired badly before, um, and it's also it's a ball ache. It's expensive as well. That if I am not one hundred percent on a person. If I'm not sure of that person by the time of hiring them, with absolute certainty that I believe that this person's going to be a great fit, the answer is no. Okay, I've only had that three times in this company shift success, and guess what? Those three people are with me today. So really, really double down. If you're interviewing people, reaching out to people, don't just think of the extra help they can bring actually think, is this person going to stay? Are you 100% on their values, their work ethic, their skill set? You know, are they going to go above and beyond? All this, very, very important, okay? Now, as a part of this, um, which I think comes from a leader, um, essentially, you listen to this if you're in business, but something I always do is pay my employees well. And in fact, like, this bit I'm, I'm explaining right now is obviously on the podcast. I know our, um, my employees listen to the podcast, and also, I've actually put this in our community as well. So I'm f- fully transparent with this. Um, I pay my employees well, all right? And also, I increase their salaries. Um, you know, I I, I, do, I look at the police and go, I want, I do not want to be, you know, I look at the police and think, you are undervaluing your people. You are creating pay freezes in a time of inflation and, rising living costs and you are fucking police officers over in terms of pay you're fucking them over with the pension right i do not i i look at that and and repulsed by it so we're kind of the opposite of that all right we are shifts success we want to make sure that you know people are valued so i pay my employees well and i increase their salaries uh, I incentivize my employees on performance so if they hit certain targets they do something to the company that transforms it in some way um I'm happy to pay for that. I think people should be rewarded. It doesn't have to be um, like pay all the time either. It could be like a gift or an experience out, like a spa day or something that is meaningful to them. Um, also give yearly bonuses when the company wins. So I give bonuses to all my employees. Um, I think if, if the company's growing, we, people should be rewarded, right? It's not just me. It's 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 a team. It's a team effort. Um I also um, make it very, very clear, very, very clear that every single employee has a role and it's their responsibility um, to fulfill that role, all right? So from operations to sales to customer success, everyone's got a role. I've got my role. And if something fails in my role, of, if I've made a mistake or I've not done something or I've let something drop by accident, that's on me. That is my responsibility. I've got to fix it. I've got to make sure it doesn't happen again. And my employees know that too. Um, One thing I do as well is have regular small meetings to keep a pulse on things. So we have, sometimes we have five meetings a week in the morning, 10 to 15 minutes, just to keep a regular interaction, pulse, talk about numbers, issues, et cetera. Um, Sometimes we have three. Depends on kind of what day, uh, kind of what week it is and what we're doing that week. Um, a big one too. Some people may look at me a bit weird with this one, um, but I give my team freedom. I give, you know, shift success is all about freedom, you know, living life on your terms. Uh, we help our clients do that. 
and I think it's important for my team to have that too. Um, I think it's important that I have it too. So um, I give my team absolute freedom in their schedule to work when, when they want um, um, in terms of, you know, their, their working hours. Uh, but I also give them freedom in their decisions. So I believe that, you know, they will make the right decisions in their role. I trust them to make those decisions. If it goes wrong, we learn something. And if something, you know, someone, God forbid, did take the piss, then of course I'd pull them up on that. Thankfully, that's not happened. But I think it's important you give your employees, you know, freedom in decisions. And combined with that is autonomy. You know, really, really important you give them autonomy um, as well. In fact, a lot of interviews that we that we have, people always seem to say that word that they're looking for. No one likes to be fucking you know, micromanaged, right? No one, all right? And that's definitely not, you know, the culture you want to create. Um, and also a big one, you know, is when your employees make mistakes, please stay loyal to them. Um, you know, we're, we're all human, right? People make mistakes. Never forget, ever, that if your employee or one of your employees fuck up all the good they've done, for your business, all right? One of our team members made a mistake um, last year in 2022. We learned from it. We moved on together. It hasn't happened again. And I'm assuming from their perspective, they're more loyal than ever because I showed loyalty, all right? I didn't, you know, <laughs> go in a meeting and didn't give any bloody, you know, ag um, aggressive... Um, or passive, passive aggressive uh, meeting on, you know, why they shouldn't do that or anything like that. The employee knew a mistake was made. The lesson was learned. We can move on. All right. And I think sometimes employees, they can't, sorry, um, employers fly off the handle a little bit because mistakes been made. They're so frustrated with it. They're not understanding that if you fly off the fucking handle, that could make that employee not perform in the future in whatever role they're in. And your job as a leader, right? Remember, you're you're steering your ship. And if you lose your fucking head in a time of chaos, number one, what kind of leader are you? Are you? And all you're teaching your team and culture is it's okay to fucking lose your head when things go wrong. I don't want that. And I don't think you should either. So please be loyal to your uh, to your employees when things go wrong. Um, one thing I did too was, and I kind of mentioned this already uh, in a roundabout way, um, that I invested in myself. So as I mentioned, I need to learn, I need to upskill, need to learn new strategies and tactics. So um, I invested thousands into my own personal development to learn more about strategies and growth. And I, I was able to test things out, try things out, um, some of which did not work. Um which is fine for our business, but some things did work, um, which is great. Now, the knowledge I've gained um, won't be lost. I've still got it to, to this day. It will never be lost, which I think a lot of people forget about. Like when you invest in something, it's not like you're going to fucking unlearn it. Like you've got it for life, um, which I think is so beneficial. But nonetheless, um, by learning it, I can then pass it on to our clients for extra value, right? So again, it's putting things back into the business, which helps that growth. Another thing, one of the last things I want to share with you is actually marketing. So one thing we're, we're doing more of now is, is utilizing marketing a bit better in terms of um, 
paid, so our Facebook ads as an example, and organic methods such as our Facebook group, our reviews, our podcasts, uh, utilizing content that we've already got, things like that. Um, And what it's allowed us to do is actually build a bigger audience so more people are finding out about us. So basically, because more people are finding out about us, they're more interested, want to reach out, and, you know, potentially they may become customers. So um, we've kind of been running different Facebook ads. We've created new kind of um, customer journeys, should we say, where we get a lead, but also they join a group and they get nurtured through our email lists and et cetera, et cetera. So the marketing assets have been kind of utilized in a better way, which has kind of helped us. Now, um, as I mentioned, uh, the projections for 2023, that year, um, is looking good. So from 2022 to 2023, that's the year we're looking at next. And it's going in the right direction. But again, the percentage is unknown at this time. Um, but it's all looking positive. And as I explained, you know, growing 75% from 2021 to 2023 is a real good positive number. Um, you know, we'd run uh, monthly boardroom meetings, right, to keep a pulse on the business, see what's going wrong, see what can be improved, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, uh, which are really beneficial, actually. And um, although you can see everything going in the right direction, to actually get confirmation of that from someone who does your books is uh, is quite encouraging and um, fulfilling. So, um, you know, one of the things I'm going to try and do as well is share my wins a lot more. Um, I, I really don't. I put my head down and just crack on. Um, but as you know, it's important to share your wins and with, even if it's those close to you um, and reflect on all that you've achieved. So guys, I hope you've got value from this episode. Um, I hope you um, have enjoyed it hope you've took lessons from it um, and put them into your own business. But yeah, um, business is hard. It's not easy whatsoever. Um, but the uh, the wins that you get make it all worthwhile. Um, it, they really do. Uh, and more importantly is just, you know, something that beats any growth is uh, the freedom. Um, you know, doing what you want when you want as much as you want. That's been the biggest win and it continues to be the biggest win so um guys i'm going to leave you with that hopefully i'll see you on the next episode if you have got value from this episode please do leave a review it goes a long way and um yeah i'll be seeing you on the next episode cheers <laughs>